Candace Long with Lessons in the Latter Days, offering biblical commentary to make sense of the times that we're living in. If you are listening to this episode on radio, this will be my final broadcast on this station. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen these last months. You might be asking, why are you leaving? Let me answer by taking you behind the scenes of how this venture into radio programming happened. I share my story to encourage you to bring to life the vision that God put inside of you. Lessons in the Latter Days is a culmination of many things God put inside of me throughout my life. My greatest desire for as long as I can remember has been to fulfill my purpose here on earth and leave behind something that contains my footprint, so to speak. I began to understand that purpose in 2017. I had just moved to the mountains after a difficult two-year assignment in Washington, D.C. I was exhausted and had zero spiritual energy or clarity about what God wanted me to do next. January 30th that year was a mile marker in my journey. That night I had a significant dream. Now, before I share the dream, you need to know that on God's calendar, the date of my dream was the third of the month known as Shavat, the 11th month in the Hebrew year. This month is when Moses prepared for his passing the following month. So this month has always been viewed as a time for reflection. Now, my dream opens with me inside a huge governmental building complex looking for the office where permits and licenses are granted. Now, my sense in the dream is that I need a license to qualify me for an assignment involving the airways. So I find the permit office, I walk inside, and say a very strange thing. I announce, I'm here for the sixth generation. Now, always pay attention to what you say in a dream. Suddenly, the room gets quiet and all eyes are on me and I hear a voice say, in that case, come on in. It was as if the red carpet were rolled out. Now, lest you think I'm puffing myself up, I'm not. I'm telling you how God's metaphorical language of dreams works. He speaks in picture form to the dreamer. It took me a while to break out this dream, so let me sum up the main takeaways that shifted me to this radio program. Number one, there was an assignment I had to apply for. I had to be vetted. You see, the airways are very precious to the Father, and only those who have been carefully screened are given His blessing to broadcast there. In the dream, I knew I had been granted permission, but for what? In reality, I was in the midst of working on my instrument rating as a private pilot, and I knew this assignment had something to do with getting the license to help other people navigate in stormy skies where it's hard to see. That certainly fit in with my 30-year study of the biblical end of days. 
God doesn't write on a billboard, Candace, I want you to create programming on the radio and teach others what you have learned about navigating these end of days. No, he gives a little bit at a time, a little clue, a little dream, and waits to see what I do with that. Observation number two. The assignment also had to do with my ancestry. Since I said I'm here for the sixth generation, that phrase is very important. On the one hand, I was there representing six generations back of my entire family line, so I had to do some research to find out who they were. On the other hand, if you've been listening to me for any length of time, the sixth generation is an important signal in the seven-day plan of God. We are almost at the very end of day six, referring to the 6,000 years that God has given mankind. After that is the seventh day, which is when the kingdom begins. So my announcement was basically saying that I'm here as part of the sixth generation that's living right before the kingdom, representing my family. Now, you must understand that in the day of the Lord, when we each stand before God and give account of our lives, we do so as individuals and as part of the family line that we represent. You see, families have destiny, too. You'll recall that when the Jews crossed over into the Promised Land, a geographical territory was assigned to each family that belonged to God. That was their portion. This is great news. This means that even if we have some rotten apples in our family trees, each one of us has an opportunity to stand in the gap and do something good for the Lord. And those actions will be recorded on the positive side of the ledger on your family's page in God's Book of Remembrance. Observation number three. As I began to flesh out what God was giving me the license to do, I was led to spiritually invest in the land of my forefathers. I chose to do that by buying radio time to broadcast lessons in the latter days in the geographical areas where my family invested their lives and helped build this country. And that became my vision. Observation number four. The original calling was in 2017. My first radio show aired in February of 2021, so it took me four years to prepare the infrastructure needed for the vision. I had to restructure corporately, rebrand myself, build a website, begin to build my curriculum, What did I want to leave behind as my legacy to help the next generation? That involved writing and producing all of the print, audio, and instructional videos to make available to listeners. During this time, I put together a team of vendors and companies to help me. I partnered with gifted intercessors who have prayed for every phase of the work. And I spent time putting the financial piece together. How much was all this going to cost, and how would I fund it? Observation number five. 
You need to know that whatever God calls you to do for him in these last days, it will be according to the gifts and talents he has invested in you all of your life. He's not going to ask you to do something you're not equipped to do. As an example, I've been a broadcast producer since the 1970s and a business communication specialist and graphic designer for close to 30 years. So I had the skills needed to do this. But with every inspired vision, there comes great financial sacrifice. I had to invest a lot of time and money to create my studio space, the software and equipment needed to record, edit, and produce, plus the delivery platforms to reach people around the world with my resources. All of that took time and money. I want you to understand what is required to implement a vision that may have started with a dream. The final observation I want to mention here is that because of these last four years, I have a detailed accounting of what I did to bring lessons in the latter days to you. I'm telling you this not to puff myself up, but to demonstrate the importance of pre-planning and building a proper infrastructure for whatever God asks you to do for Him. I know that I will stand before the Lord very soon, and He will ask, What have you done with what I put in your hand? Now, because of walking out these last four years and putting everything together, I know exactly, to the penny, how I will answer him because I walked out the journey. Now, whether I did everything well, I don't know that. But what I do know is that I have an accounting of what I did do. And today, I close this part of my assignment for your station, and I pray that my teaching has been helpful. The rest of today's message is to focus on you and tell you that God is not finished with you. If I have done my job well, you should have a hunger to find what the Father has for you to do for Him, to represent your family and secure your place of leadership in the kingdom. There are a lot of voices out there, many teachers on the radio, and most listeners flit from person to person, getting whatever they want to learn about for free, and then moving on. Very few stop to say thank you, or sow a financial seed into someone who has made a difference. My counsel to you is that at some point, stop drifting and press in to ask, Father, what is my portion? What is it you've given me to do? When you get to this point, it will be a major turning point for you, and he will ask you to invest in your training, in understanding your place, and perhaps doing some self-discovery work, learning all about your gifts and talents and strengths and motivational patterns, if not from me, then from those whom God has appointed to mentor you and take you deeper. 
I'm working right now with a 77-year-old tremendous woman of God whom he is sending outside the church walls in order to minister specifically to families in crisis. She is absolutely gifted to help other people because of her spiritual maturity and integrity. She walks in holiness, but like many, she has sat in the pew for most of her life. But God began to speak to her, also, interestingly, in a dream, where she was being driven outside of the four walls of the church and shown the needs of the people. And God specifically led her to sign up for one of my courses called Navigating the End Times. It has been an absolute joy working with her to reposition her for this new season in her life. It is never too late to reimagine yourself being used of God to help others. If you have enjoyed my teaching and would like me to take you deeper into your journey, let me suggest five ways. Number one, my podcasts are always free so you're welcome anytime to my podcast site at candislong.com slash podcasts. Number two, if you have enjoyed certain program topics and want to dig a little deeper into those, I suggest you visit my online store at candislong.com slash store. You'll find my monographs, which are typically 15-page articles with built-in links to all of my research, and they are grouped into four primary areas of interest. Number one has to do with identifying your personal calling. The second topic is what I call Levitical development. These monographs are for those who believe the Lord has called them to a deeper level of consecration and expounds on my book, The Levitical Calling. It has taken me 17 years to understand this calling, to walk it out, and train others in the spiritual disciplines needed to prepare others for His coming. The third area of interest is idea shepherding. This is all about what to do when you have an inspired idea. How do you know it's from God, and how do you bring it to life? And the final area of my interest are the end-time markers. These monographs are all about what I see happening in these end of days, and they are based on biblical commentary. So let's say you enjoyed my three-part series on the most popular download, the Nephilim UFO Connection. You'll find a monograph on that topic, which includes not only the transcripts of the whole series, but also important graphs and charts to make the concepts come alive. The monographs also include links to my resource material, so you can check out everything for yourself. Each monograph is reasonably priced according to length, and your purchases help support my work. A third way I can help you, if you want to go deeper, I recommend you take a look at four courses that I packaged. You'll find them under the Resources tab on my website called Instructional Videos. Each course contains six or seven teaching modules, and you have the option of downloading an entire course, 
or simply download one module and see if it speaks to you. I teach using pictures, so I create a lot of graphs and illustrations to help make sense of God's ways. Navigate the End Times is my latest course where I combine elements of the days of Noah with principles of identifying your calling as well as aligning you with our Jewish forefathers. This one is deep, and it has proved to be life-changing for a lot of people. Another popular course is Journey to the Center of You. I consider this a master course in self-discovery. It's filled with exercises designed to help you go through your life and identify what God put inside that makes you unique. Most people don't take the time for self-discovery, but if you dedicate the time to go through this course, you will know what God created you to do. It's an exciting journey. For those of you whom God is calling deeper, I recommend my Levitical Master Course called See as God Sees. You will see the Lord in a whole different light and understand why you have had to go through such difficult times. Most likely, the trials you've lived through were necessary to prepare you for the most holy assignment of all. The final course is called Package Yourself for a Successful Launch. I've spent well over $6 million in time and money to learn how to birth a God vision and bring it to life. My outline for the course is an 18-step checklist for success to help you launch your business or ministry with the highest chance of success. You'll learn all about branding and messaging, building a solid corporate infrastructure, and a sound financial plan. It's very practical and down-to-earth for you fellow dreamers out there. I'll put links to these courses in the description notes to this episode if you'd like to go deeper. And this episode, by the way, is called Latter Days Retrospective. A fourth way I can help you is to invite me to teach. I don't travel a lot anymore, but I'm very alive and well to teach an online course to your group. That way we'll have personal time for questions and discussions, and I can give you personal feedback on assignments. If this interests you, reach out to me through my contact page at CandiceLong.com. The fifth way I can help you is through personal online consulting and coaching. I've had the privilege of consulting businesses and entrepreneurs for over 40 years. My areas of expertise are in helping clients articulate what God called them to do and then help niche them in their sector. I'm working with an international client now to brand a medical device they invented and niche them in the U.S. market. Some clients want me to consult on projects they are working on, like books or scripts. Others reach out to coach them through whatever challenge they're facing in business or ministry, especially if they are people of faith coming up against the devious practices that are out there. So if you're interested in consulting or coaching, again, you can reach me through the contact form on my website. 
In our final minutes together, here are the seven biggest warning signs I see and what we can do to protect ourselves. Number one, we will see a continued invasion of Nephilim in our daily lives. They look just like us, but as I teach, they are people whose blood has been contaminated with DNA that comes from the fallen angels. They have risen into leadership positions in all sectors of our culture. They don't think like we do. Their agenda is evil. Pray Psalm 91 over yourself every day and ask God to alert you through your body tells when around people controlled by unclean spirits. You have authority in Jesus' name over every unclean spirit around you and your family. Number two, we will see a continued explosion of the transgender culture and further upheavals in godly families. This is the face of the ancient Hellenistic influence that defines the final kingdom. Confront the culture while you can, but if you choose to embrace it and accept it, especially with a family member you love, Understand this is a dangerous decision, for it goes against God's created order, and you will not be standing with God. Number three, I believe we will witness more UFO sightings aimed at instilling terror in the population. As people of faith, we are not to fear, for this is one of the signs of the latter days. Your role is to give comfort to others, to give biblical insight and instruction. I have a lot of resources to help you understand what is happening in the heavens. Number four, evil will increase as the population intermarries with those whose God is not the Lord. As a result, people of faith will be more oppressed. The best thing you can do is examine what your options are for influencing those you care about according to your gifts and talents, and be busy doing that. Number five, God will be more at work separating those who align with the final kingdom and those who stand with him. Pray as a family and ask God if it's time to get out of the cities. Consider relocating with other friends who are like-minded so you can work and raise your families side by side. This is not a time to be isolated. Number six, I see an increase in God's judgments through plagues, droughts, and famine, which will worsen the closer we come to the day of the Lord. Get your affairs in order and prepare for hard times. Store up food and cash. Develop family evacuation measures and a place to meet if everything falls apart. This is also a time to deposit what you want to leave behind as your legacy of faith to those who may be left to go through the seven-year tribulation. And number seven, above all, expect God to miraculously sustain you. He promised never to forsake you or fail you. He is our banner, the portion in our cup on the day that we call. 
our refuge in time of trouble, our sure defense. That is his covenant promise to his children. To refer back to the resources in this podcast, you'll find it on my website at candislong.com slash podcasts. This episode is called Latter Days Retrospective. I want to thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. I'm Candace Law. You've been listening to Lessons in the Latter Days. God bless.